Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Trillionary Podcast. I am your host with the most, the Trill host with the most, Kenzie. And I'm really excited. Uh, you know, technology is great, but when it works. And uh, <laughs> yeah. damned if you do, damned if you don't, God damn it. And this evening, I have a wonderful guest. Miss J, honey. Hey, honeys. And this is a very Port Arthur um, vibe that I'm getting right now because it's just, it's nothing like when two uh, trill-minded individuals come together. Get together. You know? Uh-huh. The mix yes. of the true and the real is there. You know? Yeah, the tag team, the trill tag yes. team thing that the people I don't know if y'all ready only for. the trill know how to do it. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. We're gonna show y'all how to do it. Yeah. So first things first, mm-hmm. I want to ask you, how are you doing? Um, that's a triggering question at, at times like this. Right. It is. Um, no. I'm doing I'm doing surprisingly okay. Uh, is we are all coming off of this whole like um evacuation thing that we just had to go through right. for like evacuating for probably like three days. So everybody's just getting back to work. So I'm got I guess I'm just putting my life back together again because Corona I had lost my job for Corona and we had just started getting this steady workspace and then they're like okay well we're gonna close. Because um, a hurricane's coming. Wow. Great. Perfect. Yes. Yes. Leave me poor forever. Because who needs money? We're not going to claim that. You know, that we, we're not. But they're, they're trying to throw it on me. They're trying to, they're really trying. They're really trying. But I'm, I'm but all is well. Because oh, I have a right. job. I am employed. Um, and that's on period. Okay. Yeah. I, I gotta fix this phone all the time. I was paranoid. I'm, I'm all the way in Houston. Have to fight it. <laughs> fight it. You square up with Oh them. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Using using Houston. Yeah. Yeah, so, you in Houston, right? Okay, yeah. Yeah. But it was I was just so paranoid because I just remember everything during Harvey. Like I remember being online typing to the Cajun Navy, like check this address. Can you check on my grandpa? Can you do yeah, this? Can-? Yeah. And like I remember with Harvey, I probably didn't sleep for like three days. Just yeah. up worried about yeah. family. So Harvey was so weird because I just didn't even understand what was going on. I woke up in the middle of the night and they was like, girl, a drastic hurricane and hit and everywhere is flooded. I'm like, you're kidding. I woke up to get on Facebook. Everybody is doing the same thing. Like my, my grandmother's in a house with water up to her chest. And I'm like, wait, wait, wait. Like it's really ha- like this is really happening right now. Yeah, it was it's, it was definitely a weird time, especially just like, oh, my God. I feel like nobody was prepared for it. No. And that's no. why I was just like, look, Laura, I don't know what Laura came to do, but uh, I'm going to dip in Houston anyway. I was like, because all she got to do is be mm-hmm. a little left. I was like, I can't do it. I can't do it, and I'm not going to do it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, hell, yeah. I've been working since the, the tip, tip top of uh, Corona starting anyway. So mm-hmm. I was like, I can use a getaway. 
I can use a little. <laughs> I could do a little hurricane, however you want to say it. Like, yes, so I'm gonna dip out a little bit. I'm gonna see y'all. Right? No, I just call it like every day. I just call it in the work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm big. I'm like, yeah. Have some family I have to take care of during this time. Yeah. I gotta do what I gotta days. do. For the overall yeah. well-being of me and my mind, you don't want me in this mug tripping. So, I'm going to just take myself on somewhere else. That part. Okay. That part. That part. Because you don't want no problems. No problems. You don't want none. Um, but I do want to also give a shout out to another lovely big-headed man. His name is Tyler yeah. Perry. Um, congratulations on becoming... A billionaire, officially a billionaire. Um, I admire him. I admire his, all of his hard work because um, he deserves it. And I think most black people agree that he does deserve it. He does mm-hmm. give other black people, you know, and other people, actors of color opportunities. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm here for that. I love that. But on the other end of all of this, Tyler, I know you write and I know you write, you produce, you star in all of your own things. It's beautiful because that's how you became a billionaire. But the girls say that you don't support um, the actors union or people who are part of that union. And Mm -hmm. you don't let nobody else write for you. Yeah. I hear that his writing room is very toxic. Yeah. And which, I ran across the same little tidbits of information. Yes. So for me, um, first of all, you everything is based in Atlanta. You got Morehouse and Spelman, like literally up the street and around the corner. You're not giving none of these beautiful, bright, talented people an opportunity to write. Like your next mm-hmm. Issa Rae could be there. You know what I'm saying? But they're yeah. just looking for that opportunity. Um, but, yeah. you know, yeah. I, I hate how he... Like, sir, how you going to write from a black woman's perspective? You know, and see, that's my, that's, that's my, that's my, that's my, that's my gotcha, you know? Like, if you going, and then a lot of it is like, it's like angry black woman type yeah. shit, right? It's not like, you know, a lot of it is not really uplifting black woman type True. shit. It's just, we going through hell, good deeds. Uh, we just going through it. We going through the ringer. And here he is in the room. <laughs> I think this is great. To write about our demise. <laughs> yes. I'm just like, can you please go get somebody to write some heart into this? Please? Right. I'm starting to feel attacked. Because it is. Diary of a Mad Black Woman was a moment. You know, and I know there are probably some, well, obviously he's a billionaire, so somebody like it. But. I just mm-hmm. think it could, there's an opportunity for it to be better if you got some mm-hmm. fresh blood in there, you know. But yeah, um, yeah. but overall, st- I just want you to stop shooting seasons within four days. I think that's also something that we can work on. Um, like, how do you shoot 19 hour, like, no, like a whole season within like four days? Like that's ridiculous of a TV show, and yeah. ho- I mean, hopefully I they got Chick Fil A for lunch, huh? I know I want to talk to these people that got to do this, like these acting boot camps where you got to put in a whole worth of show in like thirty minutes, right? You just gotta, you gotta just make a whole 
season in 30 minutes like right type it's just I'm, it's insane to me i want to talk to these people and see what their work environment is like <laughs> but that's like, probably why that he doesn't like union but that's probably why he don't like union actors because if he was a unionized act like you're gonna have to pr- like go by certain guidelines and rules mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i think we found the loophole i know i think we touching on something i think that might be it we- mm-hmm mm-hmm in other, right. In other entertainment news, the Kardashians are going to be off TV in 2021. Maybe, possibly. They've had numerous freaking spinoffs. And I did hear a while back, I think it was when Joe Rogan got his deal with Spotify, that Kim possibly would be venturing off into podcasting. I don't know about anybody else, but I don't want to hear Kim on the mic talking. And like, oh my Bible. god, like that is so terrible, Courtney. Like, why? Yeah. I don't yeah. want to hear it. I don't Me even either. even if she did, I wouldn't want to listen to it. But I know what she's gonna talk about. Kanye. Oh yeah. <laughs> a psychiatrist needs to be talking about Kanye. <laughs> That's who needs to be talking about. And, oh my a gosh, team of gonna... psychiatrists. They're going to talk about the land that's in Wyoming and, like, how she got to meet, I like, heard, Dave Chappelle. I heard that she was going to have, like, this oxygen show about her, you know, getting, you know, studying for the bar or something like that. I heard that at one point, too, when she was going through uh, the whole Centoya Brown thing, where she, she was releasing her. I wouldn't and be surprised. So, and see, that's why everybody was like, see, you know... All of this good hard work you did to get Miss Brown out of jail just to want to put it all on TV and make a good book out of it. And I'm just like, see, and see, that's what people think about them, like the season ending, that I, they just, everybody's just like, I want to believe that we will we will be ridded of the Kardashians for life, right? No. But you, I just always, I just know that that damn Kris Jenner, you know she Chris. got something up her sleeve. She got something up her sleeve that's ready and it's hot. It's hot. She just, she's just waiting. For the last, the final season of air. And it will not take them. I give them three months. It's going to be something brand new. And it hit the waves. Somebody posted. I ain't shit. Somebody posted. They was like, how in the hell did the Kardashians get, like, get to be on TV for, like, 20 seasons? And I was like, okay. So, I was like, I'm not going to lie. I used to watch, like, back in 08, back when Chloe was OJ's daughter. I am. Look. Cause see how you see how you start you starting you starting <laughs> I was like she ain't OJ daughter no more y'all like I can't somebody called me a heathen and I was like you know what I'll take it <laughs> I'll take it thanks thanks no I used to watch it too so confession so you feel me <laughs> yeah I used to watch it yeah yeah my mom used to talk she used to tell me. You turn that shit off in my house. You ain't giving the Kardashians no ratings. No lie. No lie. No lie. No lie. I feel your mama. No lie. Right here. But I would be in there. I don't care. <laughs> I just not care. I just wanted Rob. Because Rob back when Rob was signed. Yes, exactly. I just wanted Rob. Mm. Back when he, was about, when he was about 30 pounds lighter. But we don't body change. But we still. He I want just, a pair of socks too. We exa- period. I'm about to scream the way I'm about to scream because this girl said I want a pair of socks too. Him and his socks. We'll, I could have been his model instead of, 
instead of whatever twin did it. I think it was Malika. Yes, instead of you know the little girl. Let me not bring him up. Don't. Don't. I'm not going to do it. Because I don't know I'm who gonna Chloe going to clown now. Like, I don't know who Chloe going to have uh, fetch her things now, you know, on camera. Yeah. So. I know. Because OT Genesis not having none of that. <laughs> this... He's not having none of that. I love him. And. I know. I know me too. Me too. <laughs> I... He's not having none of that. When he redid Keisha Cole's love. And made it a whole crip anthem. I was done. Or when he did, dun 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 dun. Oh my god, uh, Mich- was it Michelle? I can't remember who it was. But when he redid that and made it like yeah. for the for the for the culture, I love it. Yeah, you just uh, know that it's just like okay, he must be bored in his house just definitely. like everybody else be. But it's creative. Right. I don't know why Keisha Cole. Was yeah. Hating. Yeah, she was hating. Like she, she just got to get back in the stew. Get back in the stew, babe. So I wanted to have you here because I mm-hmm. wanted to talk to you about protection of black women. Oof. And <laughs> um, and I mentioned those two peoples because on one aspect you have Tyler who views it to me seems like he views black women in a certain light. And then we know we have the Kartrashians who steal and appropriate from us as well. So on both ends of the spectrum, like we have to deal with their, their shit. Right. Mm -hmm. And, Mm -hmm. I just want with every and also with everything else going on with Jessica Krug or whatever that professor that was that uh, who you know so we have her we have Sean King Rachel Dolezal and Oy. all of these other people I mean Aquafina um like look at the material right I even throw in Cardi Halsey yeah. um Kaylani. Halsley got a Halsley got a black dad though. Do she really? That's crazy. You, I found out that her daddy black. She might be lying. I'm gonna have to see it because. A, but you know, yeah, because her brother look a little bit more mixed. She, her brother look a lot more mixed than she does. She does. She's like a white passing woman. She, you right. cannot tell Halsley that she is not a white woman. You cannot. You can't. You can't convince me she's not white. I hate. Okay. Okay. Ooh. So, my first question to you is, do you think we need to as a as a black as the black community, do you think that we need to do better with gatekeeping? I don't mean gatekeeping like the Uncle Toms or the good slave folk that worked in the house snitching and stopping the progression of black people, but mm-hmm. do you feel that we need to do a better job at gatekeeping? Yes, I do feel like we need to do a better job at gatekeeping our culture, um, just as far as um, not only necessarily because when people think about um, us gatekeeping our culture, it's they're more like, oh, um, well, people walking around policing who can and can't say the N word. Now, look, don't say it around me. 
say it whoever do whatever you want because if your black friends like it that's them they they cool with it that's them i'm not that's them so let's not put us all in one box because if you say it around me i'm gonna get uncomfortable i might and i'm gonna tell you yeah i'm I'm gonna get yeah clean it up so it's just like you know but it's and i'm not so when we're talking about gay keep culture i'm not even talking about it on the sense of you know that that point you know what i'm saying because it's fair but i'm not even talking about that i'm talking about mainly of the kardashians you know right just just people that are going to if you're going like kanye if you're gonna basically build your own black woman with kim um why why is it such a, a hard issue or a hard hard thing to for her to explain that she gets a lot of her inspiration from black people? Why is it so hard for that? Why why go on a cover of a magazine with cornrows and make the cover knowing that that's not going to happen for, you know, another black for a black woman? Like why would you do these type of things without acknowledging where in you which it from. came from? Mm-hmm. Like, why would you do that? What, you know, this is not your personality. This is, you know what I'm saying? They walk around here looking like some South Central bitches. And they, they, they in Calabasas. Yeah. Like the, the cornrows. And I saw Kim the other day in like some, uh, what is it? Some red, like a bandana outfit on i'm like okay it's just getting it's getting worse and worse and worse it's just it's getting out of hand and, and so i feel like when we start it's the black men not gatekeeping though see and that's where and because we get called haters we get called haters yeah. whenever we call them out about the shit that they do we get called haters and they like and to remind us that we wear weave girl and they do too and talking about what well, you wear white woman hair no i don't no i don't no, no i don't no i don't nobody no, what no, what tweet was oh i never forget that tweet that i seen that somebody was like don't nobody want that swamp uh lice filled girl mississippi backwood hair <laughs> methane nobody wants that and when we target it, when we when we bark back in the aggressive ways that we do because we can, we're justified in that because our the whole ways in which we live is getting gentrified by white women. Um, we like you said, we looked at as haters, we're looked at as angry, and then it feeds into oh look, y'all the angriest group, y'all the angriest bunch. That's why people can't tolerate y'all because y'all always got an attitude about something. And it's just like, okay, that's okay. And I just, I hate it because, like, for us, it's just always, like, it's infuriating. But, like, for instance, with the Jessica, uh, Jessica Krug, whatever the hell her name is. I know, I don't, yeah, Krug, Krug, Whatever. You know, but for her, like, it was just crazy because the, there were so many black men that were complicit with her. And the fact that she took opportunities, jobs, um, speaking engagements, and literally money out of black women's pockets. And apparently it was a lot of other black women who had called her out long time ago, which is mm-hmm. the reason why the only reason we're hearing from her now so she can try to control the narrative. But yeah. to know that there were plenty, plenty of black guys who were just like, 
no, she is what she is, and you you can feel however how you want to feel. But it was like, but we told you. Black but women we told, told you. you. We told you. And we're never going to get the credit for that. Never. We're never, never going to. It's going to be she opened up. She finally was honest. Like, no, she wasn't finally honest. And, you know, like, like with a side note, I'm like, who thought she was black? I know, like, because I was just like, no, like, I don't, I don't I, see it. Yeah, I looked at her and I was unconvinced. I, I didn't no, see it. I didn't see it with I'm Rachel Dolezal either. The only person, let me tell you, and he's going to show a picture of her. Now, the only person that I, um, that could have almost got away with it was Pink. Okay. <laughs> when yeah. Pink first came out, I was like, yeah. okay, yellow bone, who is this? I like her the light pink skin hair. Day was crazy. And then out, shortly crazy. after that, then we got Alicia, and uh, we got family portrait looks pretty happy. <laughs> and it was like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, my bad. Yeah, hmm. yeah, yeah. But she changed yeah. that up real quick, though. She did, like, in within probably two months, it felt yeah. like. Because yeah. she was just our light-skinned sis. R&B all the way out and then two months later, so what? I'm still a rock star. I'm like, I'm like, yay. This is you. Okay. I can can accept that. Look, she wiped the black off real quick and just came out as a a little pop star. And I I, I was like, okay, girl. But I am glad that she didn't do the trendy thing like many of our other Mm -hmm. celebs, you know, like Britney Spears, Christina, Christina Aguilera, that came out bubblegum high school. Oh, yeah. my sweetheart. And then they had their yeah. black phase. Mm-hmm. And then they went back, you know? So it was like, yeah, okay, Pink, like, I'm, yeah. thank you for hitting us with it at first. So when we and got then, to the middle of it, it wasn't like, Ooh. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, exactly. She gave us a little bit of that soul, and it was like, no, let me, let me turn it off. I'm uncomfortable. Because I still got beef with <laughs> Justin Timberlake. Still to this day, I will I will die with that. You um, that is something I will never let him go for. That man in the woods shit ain't work over here. Uh uh-uh, uh. At uh-uh. all. No no no. Justin Justin Tim electric chair. Immediately. Now. Immediately. Now. He had the nerve enough to go back to be petty with Prince. Boy. That's one person Who you don't speak of or touch. So what do you uh, exactly? Who let the whites in? <laughs> so what do you think of your your boy Tory um, and his wannabe? Not your boy. Ah! Not your boy. <laughs> I I really think that Tory should get the maximum sentence. No. Solitary confinement. Do not see the light of day back in Canada. Okay. Go back to Canada. He he needs to be extradited immediately. I'm not no, but for real because I don't do prisons like that, like that. But I really, really, really need Tory to either a say something or b just go to jail yeah. at this point because, like, you know, it, 
because after his little his little schism where TMZ said that um he texted Meg and was apologizing, his one of his music producers commented on Instagram and was just basically like, "Y'all hear something? Y'all get told something once and believe it, you know." And I'm like, "But yeah, that's how it works." You have to say something, Tori. Like, that's right. how it works. People are going to believe the first narrative that they're given. And he's giving all of this time for things to pass and the narrative to just build and text messages and apologies to be released. And he's giving all of this this time to just pass. So when, he, when his music producer said that, people are like, yeah, you're, you're right. People do believe what they hear. And he hasn't said anything. At all. So what are we going to believe from him? That he's just like the, the the Tory couldn't do it, not the Tory, not Tory anybody, but Tory, and that's how these niggas look around here talking about he had to shoot her for something. And it's like no, like I like I know plenty of people. I know that there are violent drunks out there. I do know that, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it's just. I, you know, like you getting drunk and you thinking about homicide, my nigga. Like no, like yeah, that's like no. A, that's like a you know, and I still, I hate it for Meg. I hate that she has to go through this. And the tweet that she released long time ago about black women not being protected is very valid. It's very true. I yeah. I think it's crazy that the words that Malcolm X said about black women is still relevant today. What, like 40, mm-hmm. 50 years later? Yeah, it's um, still Not much yeah. has changed. Um, I seen some quote and it was like black women I can't remember who it was from the quote says something like black women are the only humans from you know from a particular continent that their body is, was never theirs black mm-hmm. women were the only uh women only species of human who were i forgot how they worded it but it was like we were for work and for work and labor even though i know work and labor is the same thing but i think they meant like in reference towards like birth you know yeah giving yeah. birth uh i mean because that, that nurturing aspect yeah now yeah. like we're yeah, we don't have any other usage outside. We of don't. We of d- the everybody wants us to save them. Like everybody wants us yeah. to save them. You know, I had a conversation with this boy, and um, fucking. Sucking is dry. Yeah. And um I regretted the conversation. Yeah. I regretted the conversation because it was just kind of it was just bad because I don't think men realize how they're conditioned to view us. Um, especially black men. I don't think they're realize like Mm -hmm. um our friend Sasha via Facebook had reposted something. Um, Oy, I saw that yesterday. Girl, I couldn't, was, uh, was it that Jeezy and Jeannie Mai? Yes. Thing? And that other 
And that other comment that was uh, like the comment before the actual post, the guy actually was said something along the lines of uh, mm-hmm. Hispanic and Asian women are raised to be like caregivers, but black women are raised to be men. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and how, how, like, how did we get here? How? Yeah. How am I a man? Because I'm a sufficient goddamn human being? Yeah. Yeah. This is a, a definite, a definite, like, and I, I do too, like, with him, and I don't agree with his sentiments at all because his intent was to be berating. Right. And I just know that, like, period. But with the sense of there is a cultural difference between us and them, there is definitely a cultural difference between the way we are raised compared to how they are raised in certain aspects. Now, do I have Hispanic friends that were raised to take care of their homes just as much as maybe Black women were? Yeah, but these experiences surrounded around being a Black woman are just completely different between being like a Latina woman. You know, just as far as when we carry ourselves and the way in which we carry ourselves, it's because we're, you know, um, uh, we want to. This is just the attitude that we carry, you know. But when Latinas do it, it's you know what I'm saying. This is something you know. It's it's sexy. It's something they have to do to kind of look cute and things of that nature. And it's just like, okay, well, that's a you know, it's a fair point to make that I guess you like to see it on Latinas more than you like to see it on Black women. But that is a thought that you should go ahead and unpack because I don't think that there is any logical explanation as to why one woman can have an attitude and walk around here and feel herself, but another woman kind of can't, because you know what I'm saying? It's just like, okay, well, and I'm kind of giving colorist vibes. You kind of, right. You're kind of stating these thin thin lines. Just say you hate yourself and keep it pushing. That's it. Uh, (laughs) You know, but I also think with, Black women, black girls, we have to deal with the um, adultification of us whenever we are, like, hella young. Like, we not even, like, we can't even, I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't need, I can't even tell you when, like, the legit, like, out the womb, like, the programming starts, you know? Yeah. And um, I wanted to ask mm-hmm. you, have you ever been picked, like, as a kid, have you ever been picked on by, like, a grown woman? Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. But <laughs> literally, and see, like, I was just about to say, my mom would make it a point within our our, our lives for my aunties and our, you know, just older women to not call me fast and things of that nature, you know. It's okay, Because she's just like, you're not going to, exactly. And she's like, you're not going to belittle my child because she likes to hang around boys. You know, that's not what we doing here. You know, can't no little girl be fast. It's just not what's happening, you know, and that's, you know, and, but that's the truth. And I think it starts with the little things that we do as, as children, that is just not, that's, that they're, they're not allowed to be seen as childlike, right? you know, yes, I'm hanging with a bunch of boys, but they're boys, just like I'm a girl. I'm not hanging with a bunch of men. I'm hanging with boys. boys my age. You know, these yes. are, you see, these are boys. You know what I'm saying? But it's still looked at as, oh, you you being fast, you being that, you know, that little hoochie mama, you you know, and just the whole aspect of when you growing up, you know, you asking your parents and your family to go somewhere at a certain time of night and they tell you that the only thing open at that time is your legs. Yeah. It's just little things like that that just don't really, 
you're not really allowed to express yourself like you know and you grow up and you just like thinking you get to 23 years old and you just like okay well I don't want to go out too late because the only thing that's open is legs right but it's just like no that's what you were conditioned to think the club is still open and it don't close till two girl get your clothes on and go okay like <laughs> Like it conditions you to not even want to enjoy yourself in the ways that you should as a person, as a woman, because you're you're just conditioned into thinking that these simple things of enjoyment is, you know, either older over sexualized, you know, or just, you know, evil and attitude, yes. a problem, you yes. know. Speaking up for yourself, I'd be damned if you speak for, up for yourself in this house. Like yikes. I, I can't say I just yeah, like it's it's definitely and it was like a double edged sword, it feels like at times. Yes. And it was it was really weird for me because my mama didn't you know, like of course she still had I mean our, our parents are our parents, you know, and mm-hmm. although we put them on pedestals and things like that, like at the end of the day they, they are still perfect. human. And they still have yeah. to unlearn some of the things that, you know, like were ingrained into them. Um, Mm -hmm. but yeah, for it to be around like a literal grown ass woman, like her kids were, um, they both were like in high school, like seniors in high school at the time. And Mm -hmm. this was when limited two was popping and I had on a cute little, it was like a spaghetti strap with like a halter. Well, it had like okay, the, yeah. a halter top cami underneath the spaghetti strap. So I had like the halter mm-hmm. top and then I had like the spaghetti strap, you know, but I was a little bit more developed as a younger girl. So my mom put mm-hmm. a, um, I had like a little crop top, little tie shirt that I put mm-hmm. over it. But where we were, it was really hot. And I asked my mama, hey, can I take this off real quick? She was like, yeah, go ahead. Because, you know, I had on everything I needed to you know yeah and i never forget this woman stood next to me and was just like oh oh you got you got two undershirts on and i was just kind of like i was like you know like yeah she was like yeah. oh okay well that's your mama like ma'am mind your business like what what did she like what do you get out of it i don't know what do you get out of it and when i tell you like the whole time i was part of this organization anytime i was around her she had something to say to me and i was just Mm -hmm. like i don't know you know Mm -hmm. i mean which that's a question that i pose to a lot of black people you know what is it about free black children that just drives y'all up like just drives y'all up a wall i really yeah I don't Between not being, not having the opportunity of growing up and being a free black child, between that and making the own mistakes that you made with your own children, they're battling that, you know, is what drives them insane. You know what I'm saying? Because the whole fact of, you know, you not being able to express yourself as a child when you was coming up, it's going to leave this traumatic effect on you to where you're not going to necessarily know how to handle seeing somebody else be able to express themselves in that manner. Right. It's a part of the traumatic experience that you, that people have to get to, they have to get to that point, you know, at some point, but it's just about how long they sit in it. You know, they're going to allow the fact that they didn't have that opportunity to justify them in that forever. So a lot of times they don't get to the other side 
of truly making their self, making their way through what they experienced as children. So I really do feel like just the whole missing out on that aspect is what drives people up a wall because I know that it would drive me up a damn wall if somebody right next door to me was just, you know what I'm saying? Because you always had some friends growing up, right? Them friends that could leave whenever they wanted to, could spend the night whenever they, and you always looked at them like, dang, they got, they, they got it made, you know, right? And I feel like that's how other older, especially older black people feel like, damn, you got it made, you know? I had to pick up responsibilities when I was Mm -hmm. 12, you know? I didn't have the opportunity to truly be a child. So to see a child be a child, even at an adult age, you look at that and you get envious. And you just, and it's just like, but there's something we can unpack. There's something you can get through. Yeah, you know, there's not an it. issue. Yes. yes, it's okay to feel that because it's very justified, but you have to, ta- you have to have a responsibility to want to get through it. Right. That's what it is. A lot of people sit in their justification for a long, 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 long time. And that's what makes them raise kids that cannot be emotionally supported. That's what makes them raise kids that they're so quick to spank and not listen to. You know, that's what makes all of this. That's what repeats this same cycle. It's that, that, that hurt. They can't let that hurt go. Can't let that hurt go. And they got to. Let it go, let it go babe, because the train is moving on without you. Huh. Either, what? <laughs> I was about to quote Stevie J. <laughs> <laughs> Not Stevie. Not Stevie. <laughs> Not Stevie. Don't get left at the station, boo. Don't get left. Don't get. Oh, Jocelyn <laughs> Hernandez. Um, yes, the Puerto Rican princess. The Puerto Rican princess. So, like, yes. I know me and you are both uh, strong advocates for. Um, protecting all black girls, whether they're um, alternative, whether they're introverted, extroverted, how, um, mm-hmm. yes, I do it for the three, you know, attitudes, too. like, yeah, neck rolling, whatever. How did you feel about the Brandy and Monica versus? Did you watch it? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Um, I liked it. I liked it. I just, I, and I like to me, if like I couldn't, and I may be naive because I'm a super friendly person in real life. Like, you know, on, on Facebook, I go hard as hell, but in real life, I'm the sweetest person ever. So I'm a very brandy type girl. I'm very naive too. So if I, I, I was not picking up the attitudes from Monica that everybody else is picking up on. I wasn't, but I'm not saying that it wasn't like she didn't have no attitudes, you know what I'm saying? But I'm just like, I I, I was like, okay, well, y'all want, y'all don't be so quick to just put pin, pin the attitude off on Monica. But after a while, I, could, I, I can also see as being the Brandy type, how Brandy's personality is pretty overwhelming to somebody like Monica that is very to herself and not necessarily, because them poems, they was they was aggravating me after said like poem one was cute poem two was cool poem three damn she talented she really liked the poetry thing but then after that it's just like okay Brandisha Brandisha Angelou <laughs> yeah it's like Maya Angelou respects you she hears you Toni Morrison is rejoicing right now but I really 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 need you to stick to the songs because you're getting a bit it's getting a it's getting a little corny in here yeah, it's it killing. Was. It's just, it's feeling a bit corny, just, you know. The poem, girl, the poem to Ray J. Yeah, like, 
come on now, girl, move on, move on, get to get to the song, get to the song. So I could kind of see just how just their personalities clash yeah. immensely. So it's just, so you can also just see how everything went down in the boys' mind days, where you know it's just like where okay, she got they in the face. Just, mm-hmm. yeah, they could have had a little a swirl because you know Brandy is a lot. Her personality is a lot, is. but I guess and that also just plays to their cultural impact because again, you you know even I was making the jokes about Monica make the music for the horror bitches, the bitches that have been through something. You know, and Brandy, Brandy was a superstar. She Literally. was Cinderella. She had a Barbie doll. Like it was Brandy. So Brandy was, she was Mo, hell, she was Moesha. Like she, she was still she annoying to Moesha. She was annoying. She was super girl. It was almost like looking at it back now, I'm just like, ooh. Like you would have got punched in the face. Yeah, like, ooh, I don't want to watch this no more. No, no. Like, but yeah, it's just like you kind of get it. But, Monica is more of the just like, okay, I'm getting straight to the music. I'm singing yeah. how I want to sing. He done broke my heart, and this is what it's about to be. Brandy is like, okay, well, I have an idea, you guys. I just broke up with just my boyfriend, what? and maybe I should write, maybe we should write a song about it. And it's just like, girl, those two type of personalities can definitely clash, giving too much time together. So, but I really, but overall, I enjoyed the verses because it just, it brought you back to that time. It, it was did. super nostalgic. They both looked great because, you know, their styles are also so, so different. So they both looked great. It was just, it was amazing to see that situation happening. And then you get on Facebook or you get on Twitter and we all watching like a family. It was just amazing. It was just a moment that you kind of just forgot that the world was to shit. Oh, I agree. But, I, yeah. you know, but, like, I was just kind of, like, I just didn't like how people were so quick to ready and ready to, like, just throw Monica, like, under the bus. I was yes. like, and then it was from people that I know that are supposedly be those advocates for all black girls. I was like, yes. I don't see that same energy because y'all really ready no. to just throw Monica away. But yeah. at the end of the day. I can see how Brandy would have gotten punched in the face. I can see yeah. it. And uh, <laughs> I definitely, you know, I know Monica. Monica was there to promote her song, do her thing, and that was it. Mm-hmm. You know, but people were like, oh, don't believe the, the whatever, the don't believe the lie about the, the awkwardness. There was an awkward energy in there. Yeah, but they handled it the best way possible, and Monica is a great sport because I would have cussed Brandy out and would have left. But yeah, that is not Monica, not me. But see, but I like how you put it. You were just saying it's the awkward energy. It was not necessarily like I hate you for sure. (laughs) Exactly. Like you can't just why y'all so quick to just say these girls, just these women, just hate each other, or mainly why y'all so quick to say that Monica just hates Brandy's guts. Exactly. Like y'all don't like that's not even the truth. Y'all don't even y'all won't even take in consideration of the fact that it's just a really a shift in personality. Mm -hmm. Like you gotta, you have to, you have to put that in the play because it's just going it's gonna make so much more sense and that's what I had to do when I was just like okay well maybe I do see what people talking about with Monica because at first I was just like well Monica's in here with it come on yeah and then after I started watching the clips back I'm like okay so she was she was a little funky but again it was like by the poem number three 
It was around that area where it was just ideal for anybody. To right. Get yeah. Like, girl, this is not spoken word. Sink. And you're not about Please. to. Tell. And then when Brandy was, t- don't tell me what to do. That's how I felt. I was watching my screen when Brandy was like, uh-uh, don't cuss. Don't tell me what to do. You don't tell me what to do. We both grown. Mm-hmm. Don't tell me what to do. And then when Monica was mm-hmm. like, uh-uh, my children know me. I was like, get it together. Get it together. <laughs> I know, because Moesha daughter is about 30, 37 years old at this point. First of all. So she stop needs playing. to stop. <laughs> she needs to stop. She needs to stop. Because I know Monica kids is younger than her. She's talking about stop. Don't know, because your child is grown. Doing too much. But I, I appreciate you for chatting with me. We got to do it again because we barely Please, scratched yes. the surface, child, because it's definitely way yes. more. It's so much more, and I would, I would be so willing to come back. Not that I got this thing working. You learned <laughs> something today. I learned something today, y'all. <laughs> y'all did. Do you want to drop your socials or... Yes, um, I'm LL Cool Jade, LL Cool underscore Jade on Instagram and on Twitter. So y'all can find me there. I will, I'm just shooting the shit. That's all I always do. And I would love to shoot the shit with all of y'all. So come on yes. in. Follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Instagram. Jay Gasper on Facebook. Regular Degula. It's not going to be a picture of me, so don't worry about it. I am not a fake profile page. Uh, <laughs> I'm just a shit poster. So, you know. And we live for it. And you guys follow. Make sure you follow <laughs> me at Trill Kinsey, T R I L L K I N S E Y on Instagram. Like, subscribe, share, chat, and uh, yeah. I recently started getting some sugar daddy spam messages. You know, they just didn't catch me Damn. at the right time. You know, back in the day. <laughs> You know, it might have went down, but, you know, I'm not there anymore. So, because we're going to grow. And um, thank you again, Miss Jade. She's not there, but I'm right there. <laughs> Check my girl out. I'm and, right um, there. Yeah, I'm all up in it. Money is the motive. And Always. y'all be the best humans that you can possibly be. And... Um, clean up after yourself. Pick up your gloves and your mask. Please change your masks. Um, Wash your cloth mask. Yes, wash your mask. Change your mask. And, um, yeah, that's all I got. And in the words of a Yeah, drink a bottle of water before bed tonight. Yes, and drink your water and mind your business. And in the words of, okay, and in the words of Asante, stay black and protect your magic. I'm out. Peace.